Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. Welcome back, guys. This is the second episode of Raising Real Estate Standards, um, where we're talking about everything real estate and uh, um, increasing the standards within the real estate uh, industry. Um, Brian, it's good to see you. Hey, good to see you too. Awesome. Well, today we're going to uh, kind of um, talk about and discuss two uh, of the most important resources that anyone has, um, but most importantly, um, that uh, our audience as real estate agents uh, uh, have to deal with and the, how to manage those resources, and those are time and money. Time and money. Yeah, so exciting yeah you only have you only have so much time obviously we're all um we're all kind of it's uh morbid but we're all kind of ticking towards that that point where you're running out of it more and more and then and then you also have money people have different amounts um obviously but the time and money resource uh thought process in your business is you're on a spectrum you got time on one side and you have money on the other and most people fall kind of in the middle of that and these are the two two uh, pieces that you invest in your business. Um, but most people, I have found, don't understand this. They kind of think they do. They think that it's just common, hey, I'm where I'm at, so I'm going to do certain things. But you have to be intentional on the way you think about this. So I want to ask you a question. Where are you on this spectrum? Are you, you know, do you have far more time uh, than you have money to invest in your business? Um, are you newer to the industry? Um, are you kind of uh, struggling a little bit on on the revenue side of the equation? You know, where are you from that standpoint? Or are you doing fantastic? Um, you are meeting all your goals. Everything's happening. You're having a wonderful year. But man, I haven't had time to do any. I haven't even sat down on a Saturday yet. I mean, what is a weekend? I don't even know what that is. You know, where are you on that spectrum? Sure, and and, and you can uh, look out into the real estate world, and you can see both are are blaring out there. I mean, you've got uh, agents that are um, um, constantly talking. I'm going to use the word complaining because that's not the right word, but they're talking about how tired they are, how they're spinning their wheels, how they're just, it's just, they're working, 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 you know, 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week. Um, but yet they're also very productive and they're, you know, they're getting to, they're getting that revenue side of the, uh, uh, of the game and um, closing a lot of deals, but at the end of the day, I mean, if you're if you're spending all day every day working and getting deals done, are you able to enjoy the fruits of your labor? Um, that's one side of it, as you as you talked about, and you know, and then you have the other side, which that person is, you know, that they're just don't got it, they don't have it dialed in so far as getting the deals done, and they're struggling um, um, financially, and they're 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 you know wondering where's the next paycheck coming from. And then, you know, when, when you're asking yourself where the next paycheck coming from and you're, 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 that really is top of mind, you know, some questionable decisions are made um, and where you're making decisions that uh, affect other people. Um, and you're looking at it through the lens of uh, do I have enough money um, can kind of 
um, you know, gets into that uh, degradation of the standards that we work behind. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So from a practical matter, when, when I'm talking to uh, some of the agents that I'm coaching with, the first thing we look into when you, when you, when you're trying to figure out where you are on that spectrum, that piece is pretty easy. But then you got to go, okay, so let's prioritize our activities to focus on utilizing where you're at. Um, that's the most humbling aspect. For example, I don't know how many times I've talked to somebody and they've been like, oh, um, I'm doing well, but I'm just so busy. I don't have time. I've, I've lost the, I, I, I just don't have time to spend with my family and my kids. And I feel like I'm neglecting them and this, that, and the other. And then we, we look, we sit down and you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, okay, what are your priorities? And then all of a sudden it's kind of like, boom, yeah. you know? It, it, it's, it's, it's boom. Wait a second. I've been so focused over here. That's been the biggest priority, but you're telling yourself, wait a second, I'm neglecting over here. Well, you're going to have to sacrifice something, you know, especially at that level of success. So again, you're on that spectrum. You're doing really well on one side, you're losing on the other, your activities and your investments need to be focused on growing that other side. Yeah. And it's, it, uh, you know, it's funny you say activities and, and when you're, when we're having conversations with folks and we're talking about our priorities, you know, we, we, this is something we do daily when we're talking to, um, to agents and, uh, you ask them what's your priority and, you know, you always get answer X and I'm going to go what it is because everybody has different priorities. And then you start asking them, okay, well, what are you doing on a daily basis? What are your activities? And it's amazing how often, the activities they're doing and their priorities are miles apart. They don't connect. Um, they, in their mind, they want this X to be their priority, but what they're doing daily does not reflect that. Yeah, I mean, you really have to be intentional. You have to know what it is you're trying to do and and take these activities and be intentional. I heard something yesterday that was very profound. I mean, think about this for a second. Busyness does not equal fruitfulness. So just being busy does not mean you're going to just excel and see the fruits of your labor. I mean, you have to be intentional about the activities you do to get the results you're looking for. Absolutely. And I, I, I'm not sure where you saw that, but I saw something very similar that, bu- you know, busyness does not equate to uh, um, productivity and productivity is not necessarily fruitfulness, but uh, um, in our world, you know, everybody seems busy. We're always busy doing something. I'm, you know, there's, there's very little time for, um, you know, relaxation or just contentment. Um, and in, in our and the the real estate world is so true. Everybody's doing everything, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, I would argue that some of the most productive and some of the most um, successful real estate agents are not super busy. Um, they've got their systems dialed in, and they're not sitting there doing anything and everything uh, by themselves. Um, so uh, I, I want to get rid of this myth that uh, the super productive and super successful agents are ones with no lives, because that is not true. That is about as far from the truth as possible. I have seen agents that make no money work 80, 90 hours a week. 
So the correlation between time and money, by my means in the real estate world, I spend X amount of time and I will make X amount of money. That correlation is not there. It's about how I spend my time and being very intentional about it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, where you typically see that is where somebody um, is in that kind of middle range and they don't know. They're like, they're like, wait a second, I need to invest in this in my business, but I'm not sure I can do that yet. Or I'm not sure I want to uh, let go of that uh, bit of money or, or take on that bit of expense in order to increase that time. But you're exactly right. What typically happens and what you see with the higher um, income producing professional out there is they've learned to leverage their time. So they focus on higher dollar productive activities and and they've taken away these lower dollar productive activities and placed them somewhere else. And it's not utilizing their time, it's utilizing someone else's or something else's time so they can focus on their highest dollar productive activity. Yeah, I mean and and not only that, maybe the highest dollar product productive activity for them is to go to a soccer game or go and go to a swim meet in the middle of the day. Um, it, that's that's part of it because you know everybody has different needs and wants. But yes, leveraging all of the t- all of the time, somebody else's time or something else's time and expertise is super important. Well, let's why don't we take this? So you, we talked about the spectrum. You talked about you have time and money. Um, you know why don't we start with that um, that quintessential um, um, person that has entered in the business in the last you know, two to three years that may have more time on their hands than they do money um, when they do revenues. So how does that person uh, prioritize what they're doing in their daily activities to, to help raise their standards and, and, and increase their business? Yeah, so that should be an easy question, but it's funny, you know, we get that so much. So really, if you think about uh, where you're at on, where you're at in your, in your business uh, maturation cycle, um, the early, that's a the, big word, yeah. maturization, the, but the, 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 the professional that's been in the business for a few years, they haven't really reached that, that pinnacle that they're looking for at this point. The focus should be on lead generation. That's where your priority should be. Your priority should be on lead generating as much as possible, uh, to be able to generate the business to get you to that pinnacle. Now, Here's the thing. You can lead generate many different ways. Um, th- there's there's ways that are going to take you a lot of time, but it's not going to cost you as much. And then there's ways that are going to cost you a lot of dollars, but it's going to take you less time. So you've got to figure out what it is you can do and what it is you want to do within your business to make that make sense. Sure. And, and I think one of the things that uh, we've kind of unpacked it and um, um, – you know, realized over the number of years that we've been um, coaching and training um, agents is that it's it's more about um, putting the right activity with the right person and figuring out who this person is and what makes them tick um, to make sure that they're doing the right things. I mean, all, and you, there's again, there's ten different ways to skin a cat. We all know that. And um, as a new agent, you know, one of the biggest things that uh, um, that 
they struggle with is consistency and finding out and doing something in the in the lead generation area and continuing to do it. And the you know w- you know one of the biggest things that we have found really is to peel back who the person is, um, what they like to do, and, and if you find out what someone's general general tendencies are, um, and what their um, um, you know. You know what they do naturally on a day to day basis. What they like. What they like. Yeah. yeah. What, what they like. You know, you're going to find that. Okay. Well, there's different ways that meet that um, and and are congruent with them and their lifestyle um, that will help them be consistent. And and you know that's this is not a this is not a business of one size fits all. There's just a lot of different things. So you have to really figure out who you are, what you like, and then you put plans and systems in place, and then you go do it. Uh, and as you know, we talked about time and money. There are lots of ways to, to lead generate with something that you like doing or that is congruent with your, who you are as a person um, that doesn't take a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very true. So, And it's funny that you mentioned you know, um, kind of who you are. So what we like to do is we like to give uh, these disc tests to certain agents and employees in our business because what we have found is people do don't they know who they are, but they don't know who they are, if that makes sense. So there is a specific personality that's going to be better led to do one type of lead generation. There's a specific uh, 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 personality that's going to be led to do another type of lead generation. And so I would encourage you guys to to take a take a personality profile test, take a disc test, take take one of these tests out there and and, and figure out, hey, what am I going to be best at? What is going to make me the happiest? What am I going to exceed in in what I'm trying to do? And focus on on that route. If... If you want to know which which personality goes with with which type, let us know. We'd love to be able to help you out from that standpoint. Shoot us a shoot us a, a message or a comment on on the social media platform here where we have. Um, but really, you just need to be tied in to who you are to what you're doing. That's the main thing. Um, so one thing I also want to talk about is you know prioritizing again prioritizing your activities. So regardless of what you're looking to do, whether it be time or money, what you're trying to produce out of what we're doing here, um, you need to prioritize your activities that focus on that as the end game. So if, if you are at that point where, hey, I'm trying to get a little bit of time back, um, then you need to start prioritizing your activities and your investing within your business to focus on how do I kind of scale a little bit of my business to be able to get some of that time back. On the flip side, you know, if you are focused more on I need to build my revenue base and increase my profitability, then you need to focus more on, hey, what can I do to do that. I'm going to spend one of the two. I'm going to spend money or time, but you need to focus on, you know, investing in those activities. And I'll go back to what we were talking about before. That's usually lead generating, lead generating from that standpoint. Sure. Um, we've been talking a lot about these ambiguous and, and big, big, you know, kind of not nailed down ideas. Um, why don't we unpack a couple of uh, you know in, in in regards to that person 
who is just pulling their hair out because they're spinning their wheels and they're they're you know they're working seventy hours a week and you know they're they're killing it and 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 doing tons and tons of transactions. Um, why don't we break down really? Let's let's get granular in this. What can this person that is pulling their hair out do? What would be the first step um, that that they can do to um, you know leverage some of their time and get a little bit of their time back? So it's funny you ask that. So we have a great question here from Amy in Burlington, and she's asked, "Hey, I'm starting to get really busy in my real estate career, uh, and 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 my family is important to me." What can I do to make sure that I stay in balance? So the first, that's a great question, Amy. Um, the first thing you really need to do, again, you need to look, you, you need to go in and look at yourself in the mirror. You need to ask yourself, what are my priorities? Where am I out of balance? Most people don't realize they're out of balance until they've gotten way out of balance. So you need to ask yourself those, pro- those, those, those questions about the priorities. Uh, next after that is how do I plug in intentional activities to make sure I'm getting that back in balance? So for example, here you go, figure out what you're doing within your business. So what does your business look like? Take, take a, just, just take a second, write down all of the things you do within your business. What's taking all your time. If that's the issue, I need to get back in balance. What am I doing? Then put a dollar value to every one of those or a priority value to every one of those activities. Then figure out, okay, in order to keep what, you know, my, my monetary base or my time base that, that I've got in place here, how can I roll some of these activities off? Like in this case, it's time. How do I roll some of these activities off and still maintain my, my level of monetary balance when I'm doing that? Because again, this whole thing is a give take. There's going to be sacrifice one way or the other. That's why it's so important to sit back and go, what are my priorities? Okay. I'm going to ring you back in. Okay. I want to know something specific. So Amy, we'll use this and I'm, I'm going to make some assumptions, um, is running a, a $8 million sales business. Um, so she's, she's roughly on an annual basis doing $8 million in sales. And let's just say it's about 60%, uh, listing properties and 40% helping buyers purchase properties. Um, in the market that we're in right now, you know, if you're doing that type of spread, you're, 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 you're working with buyers, um, a lot because it takes a lot of, you know, a lot of effort to, to find houses in a, a, a low inventory market. Um, so walk me through what can Amy, what is one thing Amy can do that she can leverage that she can look at to help give her back a little bit more time. I want specifics of what she can do. And we're going to make assumptions because we don't know Amy's ins and outs of her life and and her world other than she wants more time with her family. The first thing I would say is, and this is really specific to, uh, the market that we're in today. But the first thing I'm going to say is if, if you're doing 40% of your business with buyers, the amount, you, you, need to, you need to allocate how much time you're putting into that because working with, working with buyers right now just, just eats so much time away. It's just, it, it is what it is. It's just part of the market. So, so if that, that would be the first thing I would say is figure out how to go from 60-40 to 80-20. Um, 
And that can be done by a couple ways. Number one, it could be done by, you know, refer some of this business off. You know, if you don't have buyer's agents or you don't have a team you're working with, refer some of this business off because, hey, that's all that's think about if you're showing 15 properties to to somebody in a matter of two days, how much time that takes. And then how much time if, if it, because let's just be honest, you're going in and you're you're um, you're competing uh, with other other agents in these offers. So, you know, if you're showing them 15 properties, well, they probably put in like eight or nine contracts on, you know, on some of these. So, I mean, that, that's taken a good bit of time. Now, if you can refer that out to somebody that is hungry, doesn't have the revenue uh, that you're looking at here with $8 million in production with Amy, you know, if you can get them to refer that out to somebody else, um, then they're still looking at getting a referral fee for for that business. Plus, they can take that time back. So here's here's you, you're on the spectrum. You've sacrificed seventy five percent or whatever the the referral fee uh, you're giving up or the, whatever the commission you're giving up in this aspect is. Um, that's the sacrifice you're making. You're getting that time back. So then allocate what is the time that it, you would have spent with this person and you put that into lead generating but specifically intentional lead generating to lead generate for listing seller business sure i think that's a great idea i'd also say i mean as people are um, one of the hardest thing for productive people to do when you're leveraging time and money is to give up money you know we don't you know when you said you're going to we'll refer this out it's very that's a humbling experience and a, a kind of a guttural experience, you really feel it deep down when you refer something that you know you could have easily taken care of and you're going to give that to someone else and all you're going to get is a, a, a portion of it. Um, but you have to remind yourself, you know, you go through your priorities, your activities and your actions and your priorities need to be in match. And you've told us that your priorities is keeping your family in balance. And thus this, this action of referring a piece of business to give you back what could be an extensive amount of your time to only uh, retain a portion of the revenue is a big a big step forward. You know, I would also I would also say that uh, you know if you're not ready to fully lever you know throw um, and and refer out business, you know there there are are services uh, you know within different organizations. I know our organization offers it, um, which is leveraging uh, showing um, services. And so while you you know maybe you don't refer the entire transaction, but you refer the the uh, or you utilize a service that uh, will you know. Jump at the the when someone when a when a buyer uh, has a house they want to see and they need to see it within the next ten minutes or whatever uh, that you're not having to jump that somebody else will go do that for you and you've given getting back some of your time but you're still going to take that transaction so utilizing showing agents um, and and things of that nature is also another uh, um, initial step when uh, trying to leverage time and money yeah t- so uh, biggest thing from that is and I, I've watched agents do it. You know, they're, they're, they hold off. They hold off as long as possible because nobody wants to spend a dime. Um, but they hold off as long as possible on the investment within their business. And then after the fact, and they see, they see the investment turns into an enormous amount of revenue growth. And then all of a sudden they're like, why didn't I do this before? But it is this as epiphany because all you think of is, is, 
is the expense side of the equation. You don't think of the income side of the equation that's going to bring back to you. And, and there is that aspect. And, and it's scary. You know, if you're doing it for the first time, it's like hiring an assistant for the first time. Oh, my gosh. You know, it is it is a it's just a gut wrenching activity going through hiring help for the first time. And and but once you do it, you are you you're so, you, you've taken yourself to the next level just by doing that. And, and, and that's, that's the biggest thing you take away. You know, if you really want to grow to the next level, that's, you got to start focusing on investing in your business. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that, you know, we're not going to be able to unpack in this, uh, this podcast really is, is some of the speci- you know, really specifics and getting down into the, to the, the granular aspects of it. Um, but I, I know that you and I have seen it time and time again, that person finally makes that decision and they, they, they take a risk because it is a, you know, anything that you do is a risk, not doing something is a risk, but they take the risk and they start to leverage and utilize services, um, bring in, um, help to help them run their business. Um, whether it be an assistant, whether it be utilizing, utilizing some concierge services, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, but adding that into their their business, and two things happen typically. You know, it's, it's funny. You, you know, us is that we look at uh, agents from you know maybe a, a five thousand foot view versus in the weeds with them. You know, we see them go from that five seven million dollar producer, and they decide they want to put leverage into their business, and boom, within. 12, 18 months, they've then taken their $5 million, $7 million business and turned it into a $14 and $20 million business. All, by the way, they've gotten balance in their life um, and they're able to spend more time with their family. Yeah, I mean, we talk about picking one side over the other, but that is te- definitely what happens. You know, you end up, the, 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 in the long game, it's, it's all about scaling. Once you scale your business, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get time back and you're going to hit these uh, – uh, income numbers that you just you never thought you'd hit. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're you know we're kind of coming to the end of our uh, second episode, um, and uh, I know there's still a lot of stuff that we need to um, kind of dive into, and we will over the next uh, number of episodes. But uh, uh, we really appreciate appreciate you guys uh, listening in with us, and uh, until next time in the next episode, hope you guys have a great one. Yeah, let us know if uh, if if there's any kind of questions you guys have on you know how or or some ideas of where you can invest more time or invest more money within your business to get the best return back. Hey guys, thank you, and we'll uh, see you next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard, please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards. 